1: With DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Engel Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Time to welcome in Joe now. Joe, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? We are doing well this morning, you. Uh, Good how long does a uh, that feel-good buzz, the adrenaline rush of playing well and helping your team well and helping your team win and, and doing it all at home where the crowd's going nuts, how long does that last and how long before you move by it and it's uh, it's just another day?
0: Um, I mean, it's probably different for everyone. It's, it's, as uh, bad as it sounds, it's, it's pretty quick for me. Um, uh, I think kind of win or lose, um, or if you play well or you don't play up to the play um, it was a especially I guess last night too it's a late at night um, with a, an eight game and, and obviously being on national TV takes a bit longer and by the time the game finished I had a couple friends there from Australia that I said hello to and um, came home and tried to go to sleep as soon as I could because I was up with the kids at uh, 7.30 or whatever so um, yeah, just yeah, As fun as it is, and obviously the adrenaline's still there. You get home and you you can't just go right to sleep. But um, it's also what's kind of kept the perspective for me more since having the kid. Just um, realizing there's there's a lot more than than just basketball. Out there.
1: You know, some of the stuff that happens in basketball it just happens really fast, and you just got to ad lib and recognize the moment and seize it. And other stuff is really meticulously planned, and it happens for really specific reasons. And I was curious, watching uh, the start of the, uh, the Blazer game, you were running pick and rolls, and you make a habit of... Uh When you dribble, you're going somewhere for a reason usually. Some guys dribble and don't go anywhere and kind of drift, but that's not the way you play. Usually when you're dribbling, you're going somewhere. And to watch you dribble into a pick-and-roll and and then dribble into another one, you know, use the screen a second time, and then back up, I know there's been an issue with teams dropping their big and taking away layups. And when I see you dribbling into multiple step-back threes, I'm thinking, number one, he's not just doing that. He's probably, you know, this is probably a focus with the coaching staff in practice. And number two dribbling into a step back three is probably the hardest shot to make in basketball and you made two of them right away so I'm curious how much you've had to work on it individually and how much is this the kind of the the answer to the big man dropping this year and you guys getting defended differently
0: yeah I mean it's um, I think it's the, the thing I kind of talked about in my exit meeting was um, obviously with the playoffs and that and the team sending me right and um, yeah, it was something I needed to get better, and and more than anything, kind of more confident. I have been through what what coach the system and stuff that we play. I'd always been able to get back to my left hand with the the offense that we've gone, um, the position that that he put me in. But then, um, obviously during the playoffs, it kind of turns up to another level, and the, the scouts a lot harder and higher and focused. And um, that was one of the things that I. I knew I had to to get better at and more confident taking that shot. I don't know, kind of before this year and probably a little bit last year, how many times I would have actually shot the ball going to my right. Um, It was just, yeah, getting comfortable with that. I think spending the off-season and having Vince come down to Australia and then obviously coming back here and continuing kind of what we we started um, in the off-season, and I actually said to him, Last night, I think the first three I missed, I shot going left and actually felt more uncomfortable shooting going to my left because I've done so many repetitions of going to my right because that's what I know that they're going to eventually kind of do. But a lot of teams now, it's pretty consistent that uh, they go under the pick and roll going to my left, which is trying to stop my penetration and um, that kind of creating. And then they chase over going right because they know I don't want to. Or I have been, in the past, I haven't wanted to to make a play on my right. So um, it's been a pretty consistent kind of theme this year. And um, like, I, like I said, I've I've worked on it a lot. I spent a lot of time in the gym doing it to to be able to be effective at it. Um, and yeah, I feel like it's it's kind of slowly coming together.
1: So let's throw a bone to all the uh, youth coaches, the AAU coaches, the uh, high school players who uh, listen to this live or listen to it later when they uh, download it. I am curious how – when you say there's a lot of repetition, do you do this 100 times a day, six days a week? Do you do it 50 times a day, three or four times a week? I mean, how much repetition went into this to get you to the point where you can do it in a game pretty flawlessly?
0: oh i mean off seasons obviously a ton more than than during the season um i mean i was I was with vince kind of a couple of hours on the core each day um in the off season while he was down and and then um the guys that were working me out once once vince had left um and then uh, i guess the hard part obviously during the season you're you're playing games and traveling and doing all that. Sometimes we don't have a gym on the road or whatever it is, and um, or we play back to backs or whatever the schedule is. So you're just trying to find kind of any time you can. And um, I mean, you might have seen it on shoot around uh, days. I've got a little routine that I do. Obviously, pre-game we've got a little routine. So I think I think during the once the season starts, you've you've kind of you're not who you are, but you you've you, you can't be spending. Um especially if you're you're playing big minutes or you're in the rotation, you can't be spending two hours in the gym trying to um to work on something after a, a practice. So um pre uh post practice and pre practice we always get some time. Obviously the the pre game shoot around everyone sees. Um but I've got a little routine which we we've talked about before of every guy kinda of has their little routine. And mine includes those shots going to my right, so it's, it's something that I basically do every day now. Um, I'll do it today when we go into the gym before we we fly out. I obviously did it a couple of times yesterday because it was posted around and then pre pregame, um, and then yeah, back. So, um, but uh, I wouldn't. I don't know the the time frame on it, but it's it's at least every day. Sometimes it's a couple of times a day.
1: All right. Well, for anybody who wants to, you know, anybody who's 15 years old out there trying to add that to the game, that's how hard you have to work to get that good at it. Um, You know, one of the other things that's a wild card in all this is the NBA and and players come and go, and uh, they always move on, and there's always a new guy coming in. How much do you know about Jordan Clarkson from playing – Against him for a few years, and how much do you just not know him? And it'll take a few road trips and hang out, and how much do you just jam him up anyway? Because you're Joe Ingles, and what the heck? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean, obviously from from uh, only playing against him, um, I've always, I think, he's always kind of been one of those like tougher covers on defense because he he just goes out and plays and he's aggressive and he and I think that you saw that last night he he comes out he credit to him as well he he didn't didn't pass his physical he didn't do shoot around with us he got here I think yesterday morning did do shoot around basically came right to the gym put his jersey on and, and played um, and actually he, he I mean he, he was percentage wise from the field wasn't great but I think the way he played and the shots he took and the, um, the situations he got kind of put in and um, was his, was what we got him for. He he kind of came out. He made his first shot. He was aggressive taking the three. He he got in the lane a couple of times and 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 kicked into the corner for shots and um, that's what we need him to do. We we need him to be aggressive. We don't want him to. Um, To not be himself um, because he's had a a successful career playing the way he plays. So I think as a team and and myself and individuals on our team and the coach staff can help him and and obviously get him up to speed with our system. And I think he'll be be more and more effective the more comfortable he feels within the system.
1: Joe Ingalls joining us here on 97.5 at 1280 the zone. So, Ray John Tucker, not exactly your story, but kind of your story undrafted overlooked he played in the g league you played in europe now you did it for longer than he did uh what can you do to help someone like him acclimate to the nba
0: uh yeah same thing i think the more the more he's around us the more he's with the team um same thing he he had his he was at shoot around he had his physical a bit earlier and and was able to come and and, um got to, to kind of watch shoot around and and see a little bit of, of the the system and that and um I think like he said in his, his media, just watching film and, and talking to guys and getting guys to uh, help him at practice obviously can can get him up to speed. But um we we've got the same agent side so heard a bit more about him kinda of coming into it and um my agent called me when we'd signed him and was was excited for our team so it's um obviously I, i trust my my agent and then when he's excited about someone it's it's hard not to be so um he, he was playing unbelievable um in the g league um obviously has has deserved and, and earned this this contract
1: so obviously you and dante have the australian connection you were teammates for years so you spent a lot of time together uh, what do you say to him as he leaves how do you reach out to him how does that work
0: yeah it was i mean it's tough um it's funny, obviously, our situation of, of us kind of coming in together and um, that old kind of, I guess we'll, we'll have to ask Dennis one day or whatever, but if I was really coming in to, to babysit him and um, I've ended up staying here now longer than him. But, yeah, I mean, we obviously, we, we found out, he found out, we found out right before the, the game in Miami. Um and I was actually stretching and he was like go come in." and I'm like I'm, stre- like I'm stretching like I'll talk to you after like you can wait like there's nothing <laughs> that important right now and he was like and then he came over to me and I was like oh I just, I've been traded so um, everyone kind of got to see him obviously in, in Miami and, and kind of say goodbye to him and um, I guess for yeah I think it's uh, I think for him it's 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 good I think it's a, a good fresh start for him Um I think he was he was very unlucky with some of the, the freak injuries some of the stuff he had is um is is rare in the league and um and uncontrollable um it's not like he was out there doing anything silly or stupid and, and got hurt he, he had some freak things and he um credit to him for for working so hard for, for so long it's frustrating i think as a as an athlete and, I've been lucky not to to have to go through it as or really at all, but um, when you're continuously getting injured and you're you, you're working your ass off to to get back and get to hundred percent and then get an opportunity to get out there and play and, and then get hurt again and I mean I think for him like uh, I think the thing that stands out for me is that stretch um, last year before he rolled his ankle in Detroit. and um, just was starting to to be confident in showing why the guys drafted him he, he was a huge impact for us for, for a, a long stretch there before kind of a, a same thing he just landed on someone's foot and did his ankle pretty bad so um, yeah I think he's had a lot of bad luck I think it's a, a great fresh start for him and um, obviously I, I wish him all the best as as a friend more than anything um, and I'll keep in contact with him and um, hopefully we, we play him soon and we can, can see him out there
1: you got a game coming up with the Clippers and obviously you're on a good stretch here. I think you've won six out of seven, seven out of nine. A lot of those wins are against teams with sub-500 records. You guys played, I thought, played pretty well against Miami, but weren't able to win the game. The Clippers are more in you know Miami's class. Maybe they're a little better than Miami. We'll have to see how that shakes out in the end. What do you have to do to get the win here? Because it seems like the bar is set higher for that game than it is for most of these other games you've been playing in this stretch.
0: Yeah, I mean, i they're playing at a, at a really high level this year. And, um, I mean, any road game itself is, is tough. Um, obviously, against one of the... I think they're 2nd record second in the league or whatever they are at the moment. Those two guys with, with poor George and Kawhi, and then they've got some kind of role players slash so Lou and, and Montrez off the bench who are, who are playing unbelievable as well uh, with, with those role players I members. Mean, kind of understand who they are and and how they want to play and um, yeah it'll be a a good challenge for us because we uh, I think we've been playing well and a few people have mentioned it's been against sub 500 regular obviously that's out of our control we we play who's in front of us and um, uh, record or not or or whatever it's um, it's funny that like a lot of these (laughs) there's a lot of a lot of really good teams and players in this league and um to, to go on whatever seven and nine or whatever it is we've done. Um is good. It's good for our team and, and obviously the way we're playing but we'll we'll have a, a pretty tough challenge in LA and I think I think the guys are looking forward to it. I think um we'll we'll get to get um Jordan in today and, and kinda of get through some more stuff and he can watch some film and obviously he'll feel more comfortable and um yeah we'll just keep keep getting better as a group as we, we go along this little journey.
1: So, do you have to FaceTime people for like three hours on Christmas? You got so many people, you know, in Australia. How does that work? The rest of us, you know, trade photos, maybe face, FaceTime with somebody. But I'm thinking for you, that must be like a big chunk of Christmas day.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, um, well, obviously it was the day before in Australia. So, the 24th night, we were getting some calls and stuff. Obviously, that, that was the, the kind of the, the day of the 25th in Australia. So, Um, spoke to a lot of people then and obviously it's not really them speaking to us, it's them seeing the kids and um, how excited the kids were with with Christmas and and then obviously for us on the 25th it's the the day after there and um, we have more people obviously again trying to, same thing, just just seeing seeing the kids open their presents and and playing with them um, it's not really about when you get a bit older which I quickly realised it's not really about you anymore, it's about the kids having a, a good day and um, yeah, we were, we were glad that the twins had a, had an unbelievable few days and um, Santa was, was very good to them so um, yeah, it was a good couple of days we've got Renee's family Renee's mum and dad coming in today for a, for a couple of weeks to, to spend some time with the kids and, and probably their daughter, um, but more the kids, um, so it's been good, it's been a good few days
1: well, Joe, I uh, hope you had a Merry Christmas then, and I hope you have a Happy New Year, and we will talk to you in 2020. Appreciate it. Thank you, God. Thank you, Joe. Joe Ingalls, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.